0: Hello, and welcome to Everybody Loves Movies, the podcast where a couple of friends watch movies and talk about them. I'm Grimweed.
1: And I'm Kana,
0: And we're going to watch a movie and talk about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's (laughs) what I said we do, so that's what we're going to do. Yep. So anyway, yeah, we're watching Gremlins from 1984. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, let's go do that. Let's go. See you in a minute. (laughs) Bye-bye. So we're back. Uh, That was Gremlins.
1: That was a wild ride.
0: I think it was a fun ride at times.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was all the characters were pretty interesting or stereotypical or, you know, there.
0: Yeah, it was kind of storybookish.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I really did enjoy the, um, the whole atmosphere of this very little town. That you kept complaining about. how How is it that these things walk through snow and not get wet?
0: Yeah, that still irritates me. But no, really? the, the town was, it looked like a nice little It quiet looked town. quaint. town. Yep.
1: It looked quaint. Well, it opens up to one of our main characters.
0: I, I guess you can call him a main character.
1: I mean, he was in the movie for a while.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he, he was in he the movie more the than the story. science teacher was
1: and he was he starts the story
0: yeah he's our narrator that's for he's sure He's our
1: narrator yeah. and he's the first person we see
0: yeah besides extras I yeah i mean there's a lot of people in that scene
1: yeah but he's but, the yeah. first like
0: <laughs> he's one he's the only character in that scene that matters yeah
1: well our first character is randall peltzer yeah yeah we open up to randall peltzer who is a struggling inventor and keyboard struggling
0: very loosely term inventor
1: (laughs) key term struggle yeah the struggle is real
0: the inventing isn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) our our poor inventor is in a chinatown area Mm mm-hmm and he ends up going to a little antique store because of a little boy, a little, yeah, a little boy. So, yeah. So Randall is led into this antique store by, um, is this fucking kid's name? Is he just Mr. Wing's child? Yeah. He's just Mr. Wing's grandson. Yeah, I don't
0: know if they said a name or anything. I just know it was a little kid that led him down into a basement.
1: Well, he leads him down to a basement where we meet his grandfather, Mr. Wing.
0: Yep. Who doesn't really say much. He just stands there staring and smoking his pipe.
1: Yep, while Randall is trying to sell him something.
0: But he just went in talking, didn't stop, and he kept hearing something in the corner and still talked and then finally had to go and investigate.
1: Yep, and he sees something called a mogwai.
0: Yep, that likes to sing.
1: Yes, really pretty actually. Mm Mm-hmm. And, well, Randall's like this weird gremlin-like creature, this weird troll-like creature, this weird elf-like creature, this weird... Uh, how many other things have really long ears? Um, this weird fairy-like creature, this weird...
0: It was like a little cute fuzzball teddy bear with weird kind of goblin ears.
1: Randall thinks that the Mogwai is a perfect present for his son, mm-hmm. his adult son, who already has a dog.
0: Yeah, but he needs a new pet. And this thing's just, it sings, and it's all oh, cute it's, and cuddly.
1: Oh, because his son is so responsible.
0: And it's so um, unique.
1: Um, but anyway, Randall is like, I need this creature. Mr. Wing is like, nope, you are not responsible enough. Yep. And, well, Randall.
0: And I found out that what? Um, Mogwai is mm-hmm. another way of saying great power.
1: I thought I meant. Devil in Cantonese.
0: Well, he says with Mogwai comes great responsibility. But as we know, it's with great power comes great responsibility. So Mogwai oh, is I just totally another way of saying miss. great power.
1: I, to- <laughs> I totally missed that joke. And it's <laughs> well, um, so guys, if you want to know what Mogwai means in Cantonese, it means demon and mo- or monsters or fiend.
0: And if you want to know what it means in my screwed up brain, it means great power.
1: I mean it does kind of have a great power. Mm-hmm. But I mean Randall's willing to pay two hundred bucks for it.
0: Yeah. Which he's already hurting for money. They're looking at possibly, I guess, losing their house. But no, let's Are they? Uh Miss Deagle was after him. They oh, really? they were yeah, they were hurting for money. And Miss Deagle is the one that owns everything.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, holy crap, it'd be almost six hundred bucks today. Whew.
0: Yeah. It's like you're hurting for money, drop $600 on an animal.
1: Well, he doesn't get his mogwai, though, because Mr. Wing is, like, refusing to sell. Yep. But apparently Mr. Wing is under the same predicament of needing money, so his grandson secretly sells it to Randall.
0: Yep, meet him in the back alley.
1: That's such a bad thing to do if you're going for anyone but a kid.
0: Oh, I mean, can you imagine an adult meeting a kid in the back alley? Some kind of shady, underhanded money deal going on? Yeah, no. That, that, that gra- could never go well.
1: No, but the grandson does give him the mogwai, mm-hmm. and he and gives him three rules. Well. No, but he also, he gave him three rules. Mm-hmm. Which was avoid light,
0: bright or avoid bright light.
1: Avoid bright light, but especially sunlight because it'll kill it.
0: Yep. Never Uh, get it wet. Never get it give it water. Not even to drink.
1: So, but didn't they give him juice? Never mind. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And above all, never feed it after midnight.
0: And I guess it can never cross a time zone or whatever. It just always has to be in the same area because midnight where and i would and at what get. point is it no longer after midnight
1: Randall got the mogwai he oh, yeah. gets okay. the rules he goes to home to kingston falls
0: i think so i don't remember the name of the town
1: but i think we open up with billy trying well billy who is played by zach galligan is trying to start his um
0: volkswagen buggy? yeah his volkswagen, volkswagen bug yeah and it's Frozen. It's covered in snow. It's very, very cold. And it's not wanting to start. And that's when we get Dick Miller worth watching and not like last week's Hanukkah version.
1: I mean, yeah, because he's immediately in there saying that, hey, foreign stuff is crap. Yep. Go for the American version,
0: yep, which they, is also crap. Well, they put the gremlins in the foreign ones. The foreign ones are full yes. of gremlins. Of course. And that's how they took down the planes in the in the big one. Remember that cool yep interesting that's that's the man's story so
1: yeah i don't know my brain my brain process when he said yeah don't trust those foreign things i was like but America." okay so that tractor's not a ford then
0: no nope, it was a kentucky harvester
1: which is built to last actually mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so they're talking and then i believe he just runs to work
0: yeah he tells barney to come on they close the door and he takes off with his dog which, Barney is an ungrateful-ass dog, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I like Barney.
1: Not when it's... Okay, Barney is fun for the audience, but if I was his owner, I'd be like, oh my God, I need to get rid of this oh, dog.
0: Okay. <laughs> to an extent, but I mean, you gotta give him credit. The first time he really made an issue was kind of when his life was being threatened.
1: That's very true. Billy, this responsible, very responsible person... Very responsible person. Works at a bank mm-hmm. who takes a dog with them to put under his desk or his um till. Oh, God. What are those called?
0: Well, he was at the counter. Yeah. And he put it under his space at the counter under like where his window was. Yeah. But, you know, at least he wasn't leaving it at home in the cold. He was keeping it where it was warm. He had paper down there for it and everything.
1: I'm just you can't keep it inside at home. Well, there's a lot of dangerous mentions over there, so never mind.
0: Yeah, um, you saw the kind of weird things in that house. Yeah, and so, they had swords that constantly fell off the wall. Not a good so, place for animals to roam. Death
1: trap house aside, Barney's at the bank, mm-hmm. and Billy's at the bank. Yep, and he's working his job, he barely makes it. We get introduced to Phoebe
0: Cates is at the job.
1: Uh, Phoebe, oh, yeah, Phoebe Cates is Kate. It's Phoebe Cates as Kate Beringer, and she's the pretty girl of the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. She's very adorable. She yeah, has she is, that very she was really kind adorable. Of sweet, innocent girl next door look to her.
1: Yeah, she really does. And she tells him that, hey, you barely made it. He's like, yeah. And we get then introduced, because they start their work day, and then we get introduced Judge to... Judge Yes. Yeah. Or, I thought we get... Oh, he no. She cuts in line.
0: To, to, he comes over and says something to Billy as or right after he puts his clip-on tie on, I believe. Yes. But we soon find out that he is kind of a jerk. Yeah. And then then we're introduced to... An even bigger jerk.
1: Polly Holly, Holly Holiday as Ruby Deagle. No wonder if she was a jerk. It rhymes with Beagle.
0: Which I remember her um, from being a waitress in the TV show Alice. So, anytime I see her, all I can think of is her saying, kiss my grits.
1: That's a pretty good comeback.
0: She was kind of a sassy lady.
1: Well, she's a sassy lady in this as well. And sassy, oh, no, I mean. She's
0: a bitch in this. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. That's not a sassy lady. This is a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, is he, she a different bitch from the other girl in Hanukkah? Um, Because game respects game.
0: No, because Hanukkah was an entitled bitch.
1: Is Miss Diegel not an entitled bitch?
0: No. It's it's not the same kind of entitled. Hers is more like, I own it, so I get what I want. Hanukkah was my parents have the money, so you're gonna give me everything I want, or else I'm gonna have my parents do something. It's that kind of entitlement. My Very hundred-year-old different.
1: parents. My hundred-year-old parents because I'm forty. <laughs> playing a teen
0: well i mean pj souls is let's see halloween was in the 70s so i mean yeah she could be her mom
1: yeah so weird anyway she was hanging out
0: with a bunch of 20 year olds i don't know but Mm.
1: basically at the bank we get introduced to miss the wonderful mrs steagle who owns everything in
0: she's carrying a frosty head
1: yep A glass, frosty head of one of her, I guess, statues. I don't know,
0: Bulgarian or Belgian or.
1: I think it was Bulgarian.
0: Some B place. Yes, fuck if I know. Could have been Boston. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so she she brings it over because Barney destroyed it.
0: Yeah, the body was all that she had left of it. Yes, because the dog ruined it. Yes, And Billy's and like, well, I'm sorry, tell me how much I owe you. And she's like, I even don't Even though my want family's money.
1: destitute.
0: <laughs> I don't want money. I want your dog.
1: I'm such a horrible person because I'm just like, you know what? As long as you don't need money.
0: Well, she wanted the dog because she was going to take it to a kennel and have it put down. Yeah. Or do some other kind of torturous things to it.
1: If she was going to torture him, I'd be like, No. If she was going to send him to a kennel, I'd be like, okay, I literally have probably like two hours before he's got put down and I can go get my dog from there.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. If you're lucky, she might just take it there and say, no, do it now. I want to see it. She was that kind of woman. She would want to watch it happen.
1: Watch the light leave his eyes. What a horrible one.
0: I could see that.
1: But again, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, Barney. She's not asking for money because we're basically destitute.
0: (laughs) I don't know if he was that aware of that. I don't, Maybe not. I, I don't think it was hidden from him, but I don't think he was aware of how serious the problem actually was.
1: Well, knowing whether the problem aside, Barney doesn't get sent with her because he jumps over the counter and attacks her.
0: Mm-hmm, because Which, she um, was going on and on about how she was going to do all these horrible things to him. So, yeah. Yep.
1: I mean... Barney's the dog and shouldn't have understood, but, you know, whatever.
0: Well, and I'm Movie thinking, magic. one, I'm thinking smart dog, and two, I'm thinking not so smart, because now it's worse.
1: Oh, yeah, now it's so much worse. Uh-huh. Um, I'm yeah. very shocked that Billy didn't lose his job. He almost did, though.
0: Yeah, he almost lost his job and almost lost his dog.
1: I'm surprised there was not an animal control called immediately, but then 1984, does animal uh, control exist?
0: Yes, animal control. 1984 wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, not. I, or, <laughs> if, does animal control exist in the same way that it exists now? Because yes. I don't. I wouldn't think that animal control would be in every town.
0: Yes, every town would have some kind of animal control. Even small towns mm. would have something because a small town is going to have more wilderness type shit around it. So you'd have more wild animals that you might have to deal with. Even if it's just roadkill, you're going to have some kind of animal control. Mm. You get random. Possums or skunks or whatever that roam into people's yards and stuff. So, yeah, there, there would be something. Lots of stray animals in, in towns. I thought Again, 1984.
1: 1984
0: was not that long ago.
1: Oh, I you know it wasn't that long ago, but I thought it would be more like, you take care of it yourself, good luck.
0: <laughs> the laws on animal attacks might have been different. Like a, what you could do legally in response to an animal attack. But, yeah, if she called Animal Control and said, yeah, this dog attacked me, they would come out. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean... But it would kind of ruin the plot. For what? Well, actually, it wouldn't necessarily ruin the plot, but it would piss a lot of people off. Because, you know, you can't go after the dogs.
1: Oh, no. People would care more about the dog dying than any of the characters
0: in this movie. Yeah. And you can't start this movie with a dead dog.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Barney attacks her, doesn't get put down immediately. Um, Billy, job is not threatened
0: well it's threatened he just doesn't lose it he he survives the night
1: i thought the owner of the bank kind of was like mrs deagle and helped her out and then kind of just was like get out of here to billy and
0: later when billy's at the bar and judge reinhold comes in and is making that comment about like who was almost filing for unemployment or whatever and talking about how He almost lost his job today. Or Billy almost lost his job today.
1: Yeah, the guy's name was Gerald Hopkins. I mean, that's the first and last time we see him, I think, right?
0: Who, the old guy or Judge Reinhold?
1: Judge Reinhold. No,
0: because we see him earlier in the bank. And I think we see him again later in the bank
1: but he really doesn't have any more speaking parts after this i think right
0: um he might have a couple little lines he's not he doesn't have a very big part in this though
1: yeah cuz he doesn't die either i don't remember him dying
0: i don't remember seeing him get attacked at all
1: interesting the asshole not getting attacked by the monster in the movie weird
0: yeah well i mean i think in this movie deagle is the asshole he's just kind of a jerk this is this is kind of more family-ish movie so you can't go after the asshole and the jerk if it was more of a horror movie it would have been the asshole the jerk and the the boyfriend and possibly the pretty girl wholesome phoebe cates character
1: yeah we go to the bar with billy and then he leaves right having the conversation with judge's character yeah and having a conversation with um kate as well after that he goes home we have a precarious sword fall and he goes greet to the mother which yep. um her name is lynn Peltzer, and she is played by Frances lee mccain
0: and she is currently chopping onions yes yeah. a shitload of onions
1: shitload of onions
0: and asks him to crack some eggs
1: which we get introduced to one another one of randall's awful awful machines and it literally cracks all the eggs at one time
0: well no it doesn't crack all the eggs it cracks one but it doesn't really crack it so much as it kind of shatters it and then Mm -hmm. all the others just kind of fall out of place into the bowl
1: yep and which he has to dig out the shells and throw them in the trash
0: um i just have to wonder why they continue to use these horrible things
1: because they're new and cool and yeah
0: and none of them work so it's like oh why continue to use it but they do i
1: mean i don't know i don't know grim maybe it's just because they don't want they're, to hurt dad's they're feelings trying to support him. yeah they're trying to support him and like he's trying his best yeah and isn't that what we're all just doing in life right now?
0: That's what we're doing right now. We're not doing yeah, a good no, job no, we of have, it, but that's what we're doing. We we're have, trying our best. We have,
1: we have no room to speak about his adventures not working <laughs> when we can't get a movie. Keep on where we are in the movie.
0: Well, we never do though. So there's yeah, we that. never do. Well, but we are—we know where we are now, and they're having a—they're having a conversation. There's a lot of talk about Mrs. Deagle and what happened at the bank, and yep. she says something about Miss Deagle called her and talked to her today. And then we hear the sword fall again. So she says, "Don't tell your dad." Yep.
1: And oh, your father's home.
0: Yep. And so yep, he's home. They go and greet him at the door, mm-hmm. and he has a very large package. That is making large... some weird noises.
1: Yep, that looks like a present. Mm-hmm. And he's ex- totally excited to give it to his son.
0: Yep. And Billy asks asks if it's a bird cage and starts to shake it, even though it's already making noises. So it's like it, there's something. If it was in a bird,
1: here. if it was a bird, it wouldn't have appreciated it.
0: Any kind of living thing, I don't think would appreciate that too much.
1: No. Well, he opens it up and we see the mogwai.
0: Yep. After. His dad has said, Well, before we open this up, dim the lights. So mom has to get this giant remote with a nineteen eighties pull out antenna that's a three and a half foot long thing so she can dim the lights. This man and... just can't leave well enough alone. What? Just gotta be an invention for everything.
1: Nope, there has there has to be.
0: But they dim the lights, he opens a package and fuzzball pops up.
1: Well, the Mogwai pops out. Yeah. And we're introduced to this Furby-looking creature. This is mm-hmm. the first time we see it.
0: Yep. And... and it is what Furbies were designed after. But anyway, this is not a Furby.
1: This is not a Furby. This is Gizmo. Yep. He is named Gizmo, and he is super friendly and yep. docile. And um, his dad gives him the same rap about, hey, no sunlight, no bright lights, no mm-hmm. water. Food after midnight. And no food after midnight. And the son's like, I understand, like any child does when they get a new pet, and probably it's not going to take care of it, right? Well,
0: you can't blame him for what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think he's responsible enough to have Gizmo. N-
0: no, I don't think he is either, but I don't think that he's to blame for what happened.
1: I think he's only to blame for the going to the pupil state.
0: I don't even know necessarily on that. I would say that it's arguable. I guess...
1: Um, Yeah, so he gets Gizmo, and he likes Gizmo, and Barney doesn't because he is an interloper.
0: (laughs) It is a new creature in my house. It is something to investigate. I'm not sure I like it yet. Interloper. Yeah.
1: Goes to him in his room with the Mogwai, and we get to hear some of the pretty singing from Gizmo.
0: Yeah, this is when they're playing with the keyboard. Mm Mm-hmm and billy's pressing certain keys and gizmo is singing that tune back and then billy starts hitting random keys or not random keys but he like starts to play a tune and gizmo doesn't like that because billy plays the wrong key at the end Mm -hmm. it's like no this key sounds better
1: Yeah, and then he puts a little Christmas hat on Gizmo after they have their...
0: He puts a Santa hat on him.
1: And he shines a bright light in his face. (laughs) Yeah. Accidentally.
0: Gizmo didn't like that. Took a tumble into the trash.
1: And got hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a long fall for that little guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't think Gizmo's cute in looks, but he's really cute in how he acts. Yeah. Because he's just... He's like a baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a little furry baby.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, he got hurt and he's getting his head fixed. Poor little guy.
0: Yep. Getting all bandaged up.
1: Yeah. And while all the while pouting.
0: Well, he was hurting. Oh, yeah. We're, I understand. I mean, I'd pout, too, if I was hurting like that. Fall mm-hmm. backwards into a garbage can and get hurt.
1: Yep. And then from there, nothing else really happens because it's nighttime and they're all going to bed.
0: Ooh, time to sleep.
1: Not for us.
0: Oh, Okay. Never mind then. Sadness. Where and are we it's next? the next day. Okay.
1: It's the next day with the orange juice maker.
0: <laughs> oh God. Again, why continue to use these things? I Even just find when it he's funny. walking towards it, the look on his face is a look of terror.
1: Yeah. It's like the preparation of something bad to happen. Barely anything happens. We jump to Gizmo watching TV and being cute.
0: Oh, that's when he's watching the, the movie with the race dri- race car driver. Yes. Okay, and he's imitating the racing.
1: Yes. Oh, God. Yes, because what happens at this part is that Billy gets visited by... um,
0: Corey Feldman shows up dressed as a Christmas tree, and he's bringing over a Christmas tree for them.
1: Yeah, because he's, and his, he plays the character Pete.
0: Pete Fontaine.
1: Yeah, Fontaine. And he take Billy takes Pete upstairs to show him Gizmo.
0: Well, he takes him upstairs because Pete doesn't like the Christmas tree costume. It's very uncomfortable. And he is having Billy stash it for him. And he's going to tell him that he got jumped and somebody stole it. So while they're up there, he's looking at some comics and stuff and flips the blanket over gizmo and gizmo's moving around and it's like what the fuck now i can't see my movie and that catches pete's attention and they's like wait a minute what is this so billy decides i'm going to show him my mogwai
1: yep so billy shows him gizmo and gizmo's like oh a new person and yeah. he's friendly. somebody
0: else to show my cuteness to
1: yes someone else to show my my adorable personality to. yep and, and he's all interested in gizmo yep he wants to even take gizmo home
0: he wants to He wants to touch him, wants to hold him. And when he reaches out to do it, he knocks over a jar of water that Billy was using for his paintbrushes. And Gizmo's not happy.
1: Well, because the water gets on Gizmo, poor little guy.
0: Yeah, and he and sounds he, like it's hurting.
1: Yeah, he starts screaming and his back starts bubbling. He when starts water convulsing
0: and all these things start bubbling up and then start popping off him.
1: Yep, and unfortunately yeah they do look like dribbles yeah
0: but then they start getting bigger and bigger and then they have ears and faces and they're now more mogwai
1: yep more mogwai like gizmo yep well not like gizmo
0: no but they're more mogwai
1: yeah they're more mogwai and they are chaotic
0: Yes. Each one of them is a little bit different. They all have kind of their own unique looks. And one of them has a mohawk.
1: Yes, that's Stripes. Stripe. Stripe. And he's an asshole.
0: Yes. And he is the leader of this new group of mogwai.
1: He's the leader of this new group of mogwai that are assholes. Yeah. And poor Gizmo is like totally tired after this.
0: And totally tortured from this point on.
1: Yes, because this group is awful.
0: Yeah, but now that there's a bunch of them, the novelty, I guess, has worn off a little, and Pete's decided he's going to go back to checking out the comic books, and Billy decides, maybe I should go and tell my dad that we now have a bunch more.
1: Yep, which dad is working on another invention.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it was supposed to be like a card-dealing machine.
1: Which, I mean, it looks successful for a minute, and actually it looks... It it, functions it looks similar like something like the... from
0: BattleBots.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you cover it up and everything, it kind of looks like a card thing.
0: So he's working on that and cards are flying everywhere. And Billy's like, yo, dad, we got an issue. So mm-hmm. the Mogwai, they kind of... What's Multiplied. The word? Yeah. That's what I was looking for. They multiply when they get wet.
1: Yep. And <laughs> he thinks it's amazing.
0: Oh, yeah, because that means now we can sell them. We can be rich. Everybody's going to want one of these cute little creatures, except these creatures ain't so cute.
1: And they spit, apparently.
0: Some nasty, thick, yellow goo. Ew,
1: and they're rowdy. I feel bad for Gizmo. Poor Gizmo.
0: I feel bad for Barney.
1: Ew.
0: I mean, to start out the movie, his life's being threatened and then he gets True. replaced mm-hmm. and then he's strung up outside in the cold hanging by Christmas lights.
1: I mean, I don't know why. I feel like the dog is like compiling bad karma from like before we watch this movie.
0: Yeah, we don't know what he did to Mrs. Deagle. We don't know what he's done at any other point. But we know he's not done anything to deserve being strung up by Christmas lights outside in the freezing cold. Poor guy. Yeah. Not barking. He's just freezing and shivering and whining. I think he's probably too cold to bark. But Billy takes him inside, warms him up and decides, you know what? I may might need some assistance on this shit. I'm going to take one of these guys to the science teacher at the school.
1: Yes, because that's that that is the level of a scientist you should take these things to.
0: Oh yeah, high school science teacher, if it's even a high school. They they are like the elite.
1: Oh yeah, totally. That
0: Brian Cox dude? Nah, he knows nothing.
1: Government scientists? Nah. No. So yeah, they take he takes him to the teacher who is played by Glenn Turman and he his the professor's name is Roy Hanson or Mr. Hansen.
0: Yep. And Billy decides, you know, I have this great idea. Even though I was warned never ever do this, no matter what, don't do this. I'm gonna get this one wet so the teacher can see it. He he leaves one of them with the science teacher because the teacher wants to do some tests.
1: Humane, ethical testing.
0: Yeah, so the teacher was wanting to keep keep one of them for tests. He says, fine, whatever. So Billy leaves. He's walking down the street, ends up at the bar where Kate is getting Mr. Futterman to go home because he's had a bit too much to drink and it's time to close the bar. Of course he's
1: had a bit too much. I mean, everyone in this town seems to be going under and selling their stuff to Mrs. Deagle.
0: Yeah, she seems to be doing fine. Everyone else is suffering. And Futterman is going out to his tractor because...
1: Because the only way to travel is by tractor.
0: Well, you got to have all the American parts. You can't have any of the foreign parts. And that's why he's all upset because he found out that there was, was a bunch of foreign parts that were used when he had his tractor worked on. So now he's worried that there's gremlins in his tractor.
1: Well, I mean, I would be like, boo-hoo, but realistically speaking, even back then, American-made, it's like not everything, not every single thing can be like American-made. And even then, you might be getting the supplies or the material to make them
0: from another country. So he's really worried about gremlins in the foreign parts.
1: Yeah, along with lead and paint.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't lick them, then you're fine. Don't lick the lead, don't lick the paint, don't lick the gremlins.
1: Definitely don't lick the gremlins.
0: No, because that'll get them wet.
1: After they, take, they get Mr. Flutterman on the way home, mm-hmm. this is where he's walking Kate home. Yes. And her cutesy, girly manner turns into depression real quick.
0: Yeah, she gets dark.
1: Yeah, she says, like, oh, yeah, there are some people who are celebrating an open presents, and there's people who are opening their wrists.
0: Yeah, while well, some people are opening presents, others are opening their wrists.
1: And I've never seen someone be so, like, yeah, Christmas sucks. And you know, presents, I don't get to open those. I only get to open up my horrible, horrible feelings. So, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, she talks about how, like, the suicide rates around holidays go up. And it's It is true. Suicide rates around the holidays do definitely go up. And she has a point when he's like, I've never seen somebody so down on Christmas or whatever. And she's talking about how it's like, well, yeah, if you don't like George Washington's birthday, nobody says a thing. But say you don't like Christmas, then... It's like you stab somebody's child. I mean, it's just kind of like horrible. so I mean, maybe I, she doesn't go as as severe as stab someone's child. But
1: to me, it's just like I don't mind the whole, like, oh, I don't like Christmas. I mind the whole like, everything's dark. Everything's dreary. Everything sucks,
0: <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't really go that route. It's just when you're talking about Christmas, she goes there because the rest of the yeah. time, she's cheery,
1: yeah, she is cheery. It's just yeah. it's such a weird change to me.
0: Yeah, just once Christmas comes up, she goes dark.
1: Mm-hmm. Not Wednesday, Adam's dark, but anyway. They're walking home. She's giving her spiel about how she doesn't like Christmas.
0: Yeah, he asks her out. She's kind of all cute and smiling on the porch. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure, and goes inside. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor decides he's going to do some tests. And then we cut or
1: back to... Or the scientist, not
0: the doctor. Sorry.
1: Yeah, we cut back to... <laughs> I said MD earlier. No, we're going to be stuck on that. We cut to him being like, so, experiments. Yeah. From there, we cut back to Billy again.
0: Yeah. He's doing another drawing in his room, eating a sandwich.
1: Yep. And all the gremlins are like, we're hungry. food. They're unionizing.
0: No eating while on the job. And you're on the job from midnight to whenever that no longer counts as after midnight is anymore.
1: Well, they're unionizing, so they're trying to get it past midnight, which it works. Yeah. Kind of. Kind
0: of. it, It works because one of them at some point in time chewed through the power cable on the clock, and Billy thinks it's still before midnight. So it's okay to give them a plate full of chicken. The science teacher decides he's done doing his tests for the day and leaves, but when he leaves, he leaves his food within reach of the Mogwai he had. Yep. Gizmo decides he doesn't want any food, so Billy and Gizmo go to bed.
1: I like how Gizmo's just like, "I'm responsible. I don't need that. I know what time it is." Well,
0: oh, he's watching his weight. He's on a diet. He's getting, it- he's getting kind of round. He's trying to slim down.
1: I think Gizmo's just like, "I'm not like the other Gizmos."
0: Well, see, I think Gizmo is trying to not pack on the winter pounds. He wants us. He wants an easier time getting ready for his beach body.
1: Oh, yeah, because New Year's Eve, he that's his resolution. Beach body. Yeah. 1985.
0: <laughs> yeah, he wants to be beach ready by spring. So yeah. he says no Goals. to this after midnight chicken. Goals. Yeah. Goals. You got to have them.
1: Mm-hmm. And apparently these other guys don't have it, so.
0: Oh, no. They enter, Throw caution to the wind.
1: They enter a pupil stage, which I don't think that'll get them their beach ready body.
0: Nope, it just gives them um, some cocoons to rest in for a bit while they change into something else.
1: But definitely not beach body ready. Something no. else.
0: Yeah. You know why would you want to be beach body ready if you can't even go out in the sun? I mean, the well, beach this, at night could be kind of cool too, though. Never mind.
1: Because because Gizmo's like, give me that moonlight, baby.
0: I mean, a stroll on the beach under the moonlight. Awesome. Yeah. He he's got plans. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. Gizmo's got plans. He can't get wet, though. So he's got it. He can't get down close to the water, but he can be up on the beach a bit.
1: But Yeah, he, he just he can have a nice moonlit stroll on the beach. Yeah. What sounds better than that?
0: I, I, yeah, I think he's I think he's trying to find himself some. He's trying to get ready.
1: Yep. Um, the other gizmos are not, but they're in a pupil stage.
0: Well, they're Um, not other gizmos, they're just other mogwai.
1: I know, I just I'm calling them other gizmos because I think it's funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to make sure because I've seen people get upset with that. I'm not on that board. I'm just saying mogwai.
1: Uh, Okay, mogwai. No, you can call them my friend.
0: No, call them gizmos. I'm I just won't.
1: Well, we can call them gizmo juniors because they came from gizmo.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll go with that. Sounds good. So Gizmo Jr. and the gang.
1: Gizmo Jr. That should be... Is it Stripe? That's Stripe, right? The leader?
0: Gizmo Jr. Okay. Yeah. Gizmo
1: Jr. and the gang.
0: Yep. Or we can just go with Stripe and the gang, since that one's the only one that has a name. Gizmo Jr. Okay. So Stripe (laughs) is no longer Stripe. He's now Gizmo Jr.
1: Yes. He's Gizmo Jr.
0: And again, he's the only one with a name other than Gizmo.
1: Yeah. If they all had other names, I'd be like Gizmo Junior, Gizmo the third, Gizmo the fourth, <laughs> Gizmo the fifth.
0: Okay. Anyway, Just... Gizmo Junior and the gang are now in cocoons turning into something else. The doc- the I keep wanting to call him a doctor. The science teacher, his is in a cocoon and has kind of warped the... Bird cage that he had him in mm-hmm. and they're trying to cut the cage off the cocoon
1: which they successfully do i think
0: yeah i would say so and then mom is making some very clone-like gingerbread cookies
1: it's almost like they were created by a crew
0: it was like they were just from a mold or something every single one of them is perfectly done the edges are exact they're all the same size all the same shape
1: it's like it was done by a professional
0: you would think they were but then you see how she's decorating them and you think maybe she's not the one that made them because she's holy crap she can't do it yeah
1: Mm -mm. her decorating skills need a little bit of work
0: yeah she's not a decorator Uh, no i feel cake or cookie decorator for sure
1: When we see her in the first part of the scene when she's decorating a cookie, I feel so bad for that cookie.
0: Yeah. So she's got to use this box to answer Mm -hmm. the phone. Yeah. So it's not working. She goes to answer the phone. She picks it up. Her husband's calling from, I guess it's some kind of an inventor's convention or whatever. But Mm -hmm. in the background, you see a guy in like an H.G. Wells time machine. And the foreground, you have Robbie the robot from Forbidden Planet. Okay and around him you got a bunch of other inventors and shit. Mm-hmm. Then we cut back to the house we see all the eggs and everything or cocoons up in the in, in Billy's room and get a little bit of weirdness what's going on. Oh my God, are they gonna hatch shit going on while she's still and on the back phone to... Back to the phone call, the HG Wells time machine is gone.
1: and all you <laughs> see is smoke and there's
0: some char. but the time machine is gone. Everything so else funny. is still there.
1: That's so funny. <laughs>
0: But anyway, so that's gone. He finishes the conversation with her and we cut to the bank where a woman who we've seen before is now talking to the bank manager. And it's all about
1: Mrs. Deagle.
0: She walks right into the bank, pushes her way up to the front of the line, just like every other time, goes right to Billy because it has to be him because she has to harass him about the dog. Can't be anyone Mm -hmm. else.
1: Nope. Not Kate. Nope. Not, I don't remember Judge's character.
0: I don't remember his name either. But he ducked into the office that the bank manager dude came out of. So he probably saw her coming and was running for cover. So she wouldn't go to him.
1: Um, I mean, so it wouldn't surprise me
0: if it was only him and Billy at the counters. So she had no choice but to go to Billy.
1: Well, I think she would have gone to Billy even if there was like five other counters open.
0: <laughs> yeah, Probably. But with the way his Judge Reinhold's character is, it wouldn't surprise me if they were the only two there. He saw Deagle coming, closed his window, and ducked out to leave. was <laughs> to leave Billy with her.
1: With still a line.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So well, she threatens the dog some more. Billy's like, whatever. He stands there while getting getting insulted and she insults him and his dad and blah, blah, blah. And then cut to science class. Again, watching a movie. Those are the best days in science class.
1: Oh, yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy.
0: Well, this one isn't that new. This is an old projector with one yeah, of those old educational movies about the heart
1: the pupil, the pupil,
0: the cocoons pull, start to hatch
1: awful the special effects for it would have been, it's so cool
0: yeah they the did actual an physical amazing effects. job with the effects and yeah i just you gotta love practical effects
1: yeah i just love how his hatch is like at the end of towards the end of class he's like oh yep. shit the kids
0: yep The box that he has covering it up starts to shake a little and he's hearing noises like, oh, fuck. the bell rings and okay, get everybody out.
1: You know what my immediate thing would be? Why didn't I turn on my light? Well, yeah, that too. But why didn't I turn on my light in my classroom?
0: I don't know where the light switch is, but, you know, he does go from one end of the room to the other by the doors. And light switches tend to be next doors.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like hmm, so he why did you turn your light? light on yeah yeah just to see where the thing went
0: but he also knows that they don't like bright light
1: oh so he's trying so not to kill it if he
0: turns a light on it could hurt it
1: he's like for science I have to
0: I have to leave the room and hope it can't escape while I go and call Billy at work (laughs) so Billy can duck out of work without even saying anything and leave Kate standing there holding the phone like, what the fuck do I do now?
1: I'm on my own.
0: I'll just smile and look cute and people will forgive me.
1: And then we cut to Gizmo again. There's so many cuts. Holy shit. Oh,
0: yeah. This is a lot of quick back and forth because now the science teacher calls Billy and says it hatched. Billy's like, oh, shit, I'm on my way. Hands the phone to Kate. He runs off. It cuts right back to Gizmo stuck in like a... um, motorcycle helmet just cowering as he's watching all the, the cocoons in the room hatch around him while there's smoke and weird eerie green lights
1: oh yeah all it's reminded me of is like the horrific scenes of watching the eggs open for the um aliens in the aliens movie
0: oh right before the face huggers jumped out yeah that's yeah. what everybody
1: remind- gizmo's face looks like that kind of horror like oh god they're coming
0: yeah and i have a feeling he knows
1: Cause it's just like I can't even right now.
0: If I, there was some place I thought was more secure than this motorcycle helmet, I'd probably be there.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. And then we cut back to the teacher yet again.
0: Yep, because he's got to go back in and try and find this thing that hopefully still hasn't managed to escape the classroom.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how his brain is working because like
0: not very well.
1: Oh, not very well, but like the thing created a cocoon that was scaly and green. Overall, just looks like bad news. And I'm going to go back into my classroom after it hatched to this classroom where this thing could be evil. Like it it could just like.
0: Hold on. That's where you're questioning. It's not the fact that he had it just covered with a cardboard box while he had a classroom of students in there.
1: Oh, no. I mean, (laughs) I always expect
0: it's the afterwards
1: yeah (laughs) okay so i mean he comes back
0: yep and it looks it looks like he's got some lights on this time i don't know why but but suddenly the the room's a little bit brighter and he's got to try and find the thing
1: i feel like it's so funny because he's like yeah so um no hard feelings right yeah you're not still mad at me for that
0: blood test right
1: and you know you seem a a lot bigger now
0: well he hasn't seen it yet
1: i think he assumes it's a lot bigger
0: Probably. Because
1: I would be like, hmm.
0: I I bet you're a bit hungry after all that. So I I went and I got you Snickers because you're not yourself when you're hungry.
1: And not itself itself it was.
0: Well, at least it wasn't the self that this guy thought it was. Because now it's something new.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: But he doesn't even get a chance to see it. Nope. (sighs) Because it keeps running around and hiding and gets under the desk.
1: Yep. He does the one thing that most people should not do, which is put your hand towards something, a wild thing that you don't know what it's going
0: to do. Yeah, he does the equivalent of just sticking his hand in the hole.
1: Let me just stick my hand near a dangerous animal.
0: I know there's a creature there. I need to try and coax it out. So let me put food in my hand and shove my hand down the hole and hope that it'll just come get the food
1: yeah, that's not, well, it happens in more. He gives the thing a snack right before it has a buffet.
0: Yep, and not quite sure what it does to him, but he's not looking too happy. Then Billy shows up and goes in and finds him dead, I'm assuming.
1: Dead on arrival?
0: And has a needle in his butt. And is so. like, what the fuck? I need to call for help. Goes for the phone and gets attacked. Yes. By like a scaly clawed hand.
1: Who takes an apple off the desk?
0: Well, yeah, the thing's probably still hungry, but unfortunately it's not a real apple.
1: I always find it weird that it wasn't a real
0: apple. I don't, because that's kind of a teacher thing, a fake apple.
1: Oh my god, no, I'm dumb. You're not allowed food in labs.
0: So you'd have the fake apple. Yeah. What I find more interesting, though, is it eats a test tube. And it's like, oh, It was, okay, like, cool. yummy. Yeah, it liked the glass. And then... It manages to rip through the the vent and gets into the air ducts. Billy runs over to the, the nurse's office, which, when we watched this, I said, I always thought it would be funny if, when he went into the nurse's office, Kate was there as the school nurse.
1: I thought that was kind of fun funny too
0: like instead of him handing her the phone at the bank to take off if she was like that was her day off and she was working at the school it's like she's got three
1: jobs (laughs) trying to stay afloat
0: yeah it's like oh you work here oh and you're volunteering to help this guy out at the bar if it was like even if it was just like she was volunteering at the school as the nurse it's like she's just constantly helping out Yeah. She's got to be just that that little wholesome, help everyone out person. But anyway.
1: But anyway, we cut to, again, Billy going to the nurse.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He goes to the nurse's station, or nurse's office, and she wasn't there because she's not the nurse.
1: (laughs) The nurse, there is now an open position for the nurse because Kate didn't take it.
0: Yep. And there's no nurse there. So, I mean, they have no school nurse. They need yep. one. Um, so if Billy you if you know anybody that was looking for a position as a school nurse in the 80s that didn't mind little green creatures that might attack you, tell them to go apply.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, from <laughs> there. God, there's so many jumps. From
0: there, we're back to mom hearing noises. Well, we're
1: back to mom and poor, poor Gizmo being tortured.
0: Well, yeah. Gizmo was up on the dartboard and they were having a little fun with him.
1: Okay, it's so horrible, but I think he's actually physically cute in this scene because his eyes are just so big and...
0: Yeah, he has those big anime eyes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) cute.
0: So mom's hearing the noises, decides she's going to go investigate, but she ain't no dummy. She takes a knife.
1: She ain't no dummy. She ain't no bitch. She's like, don't fuck with me.
0: This mom's nobody's bitch.
1: She's like, don't fuck with me.
0: No. Yep, you don't fuck with Mama Peltzer.
1: Yep. So she goes upstairs towards the attic, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she's she goes up to his room in the attic that still, for some reason, is smoking from all of those things hatching. Hopefully it's just those things hatching that's creating the smoke, because who knows what these things have done in this room?
1: Who knows what chemicals are in this room?
0: That, well, who knows that what too.
1: bio, or oh, was it bio?
0: There, there's There's a bit of a biological waste issue going on. But the phone rings. It's Billy. He's saying, Mom, get out of the house. They've hatched. And she's like, dude, I already know I'm looking at them. And this This is my house. house. You don't kick me out of my house.
1: This whole thing is my house.
0: These things need to go. They ain't running me out of my house. Yep. So Mama is on the hunt.
1: I mean, on the hunt and being just kind of curious where I think she's at right now. It's like, "Mm, am I really on the hunt or am I just... (laughs) trying to protect myself
0: she does have a a certain look of fear to her
1: yeah it's more like hmm, not like something in my house i'm not really hunting it i'm more like oh what is it
0: it's not hunting it's proactive self-defense
1: proactive self-defense would be the right term
0: okay i'll have to remember proactive self-defense i don't think i've heard it before
1: Proactive self-defense.
0: I'm gonna copyright proactive self-defense.
1: You're (laughs) gonna (laughs) copyright pro when you teach a class on it, it's proactive self-defense, not killing someone. No, not trying to kill someone.
0: No, she's going through the house, things are getting thrown at her, she's hearing noises, so she's trying to figure out where it's all coming from, and she figures out they're in the kitchen.
1: Which is horrible.
0: (laughs) Well, horrible, but advantageous at the same time because there's all those wackadoo inventions in there there is including one that we have no idea what the hell it is
1: yeah it looked like maybe like a maybe it was like you know how there's like dough machine there's dough machines like you can make not bread but you can start like cutting butter into flour and stuff like that
0: well yeah but this the way it acts, it's like she put the gremlin in a blender with the way it spins and pieces fly and everything. So it's acting like a blender, but it's looking, it's just a bowl. It's like a mixing bowl.
1: Maybe cotton candy machine? Mix, well, it might well, be a mixing bowl. no, that bowl, definitely
0: wouldn't be a cotton candy machine. But who knows, with his inventions, it could be, oh yeah, it's a two-on-one mixer blender. You can blend stuff and you don't even have to worry about putting it into different vessels. Who knows? But she manages to kill one in there.
1: Yeah, and it got blended to death.
0: Yeah, so she blends one to death, or does something to it to death. Yes. And there's another one in the corner throwing stuff at her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mama being badass Mama, she is. She says, fuck this. I'm going to use a folding this table. T- TV tray as a shield.
1: And, and I'm going to kill it.
0: <laughs> yep, she just goes right no, up proactive, to her
1: Proactive self-defense. Home.
0: Yep, she proactive self-defenses it. Until it's not alive anymore.
1: I just thought of the, I stabbed him, like, what, nine times? I've <laughs> the, it's like I woke <laughs> up and he was dead.
0: I don't know what happened. All I know is something was thrown at me.
1: And I, 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 I proactively, proactively
0: self-defensed.
1: Weird, right? <laughs> I
0: had to proactive self-defense him 14 times because he just kept coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you can't just go proactive self-defense and then just stop. You have to go all the way with it.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah. it would make no sense if if she didn't just keep going. Yeah, because even if, if it was if dead, if you
0: stop, then it's just prolonging. It's not really trying to <laughs> defend yourself. It's just kind of making it more fun for who you're trying to defend, but for, defend yourself from.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she does proactively defend herself mm-hmm. against three of them. Yep, because the last one she kills in a microwave
0: kablooey right in the microwave and there was five of them right
1: um so now there's two left so yeah i think there's two left now
0: so now she's got two left she knows they're in the house she's going after them. so she ditches the the shield and double fists it going with knives in each hand
1: of course like what other way is there to battle these things at this point
0: Oh, at this point, she's badass anyway. She's just going to go after him. They ain't going to stop her.
1: Mm-mm. No. no, she has to defend her house. Yep. And they've already ruined her kitchen, so...
0: So why not go to another room and see if you can ruin that, too?
1: I mean, yeah, and we go right into the living room, and there's a precarious stalking over the fireplace that's moving about.
0: Yeah, got some strange noises coming from it. It's moving a little weird, and it shouldn't be doing that.
1: I know you were asking me during the movies, like... Well, would you check it? It's like, I mean, it's like check, but be proactively, like, aware of your surroundings.
0: Yeah, you you don't want to proactive self-defense it because, I mean, they could have put Gizmo in there.
1: Which they did.
0: Well, no, they had, well, not they, but there was a, a little robot in there. Yeah, it was a Gizmo, but not the Gizmo.
1: And... I I couldn't believe that it attacked from, like, a Christmas tree.
0: (laughs) Well, it was a cool shot, though, the way it was just in there with the glowing eyes, like if it was just Christmas lights. Yeah. But then it lunges out and grabs her and... Tries to grab her. Well, grabs at her, scratches her quite a bit, and they end up fighting when she's wrestling a gremlin and a Christmas tree at the same time.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, luckily her son gets there on time.
0: Yeah. As the gremlin's like trying to strangle her with the wires from the lights and other decorations and shit. I thought it was a
1: garland, which I was like, that's so awful.
0: Oh yeah. It's like everything.
1: It's like everything. Yeah. It's
0: just like the the wires from the lights, the garland, everything. But he he gets there and grabs the handy dandy swords that are right next to the door and Mm -hmm. decides to behead said gremlin and- burn the, the head in the fire
1: yep well billy does save his mom yep and the skull of the gremlin's burning while screaming in the fireplace
0: and then there's one left
1: yep and it's it's gremlin it's gizmo jr
0: yep gizmo jr goes out into the snow he should be getting wet
1: yep technically he should be getting wet yeah,
0: but nope it doesn't somehow manage to get them wet so he's okay let him run around in the snow Oh yeah, he's fine. Yep.
1: God, I just, I just love that Billy goes back, goes back in the kitchen and it's like just all the destruction We well, have to mom assess wreaked. the damage. Oh, check and I make think... sure
0: that there aren't any others alive. Look for Gizmo. Look for Barney. Oh no, wait, no, Barney is with Dad.
1: Barney is with Dad because Barney is untrustworthy.
0: <laughs> Barney's a target. So I, well, like, yeah, I don't know about point. how untrustworthy he's trying to survive.
1: That's true, but I mean but he does so find Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah, poor Gizmo. It's just like you left me with those cretins. How could you?
0: Yeah, and how I've been stuck you? in this laundry chute for hours, just crying for help, and y'all just been ignoring me.
1: Jeez, I would have just taken a nap at that point.
0: In, in dirty underwear? And <sighs> at some point I don't you mean get used like, to the you're, smell. It's like you're wearing, your. I mean like you're in other people's dirty underwear.
1: Oh my God, i used to the smell. You know, you get nose blind uh, at some point.
0: I, I, I guess, but the problem is, po- how does he get clean? You can't wash them.
1: Um, so that
0: means anything that might have got exists. on him from that?
1: Dry shampoo exists.
0: I'm thinking it's still no substitute.
1: I'm wondering if like a wet towel that you wring out really well, you wipe him with it, you can't, does that count?
0: You can't get him wet, uh, so you can't even wash again, them.
1: My my beef with this is like you can't get him wet, but he was drinking juice, and so well, wouldn't it touch his mouth?
0: Yes, but water, not juice.
1: So... Technically speaking, you could take alcohol to him.
0: Well, that's what I was asking when we were watching it, and it's like, okay, when then they're when they're in the bar, is beer not count? Even though a good portion of beer is water, because mm-hmm. it's no longer technically water, so it's okay for them to drink that. I guess. But then again, they can walk on snow. So anyway,
1: anyway,
0: he finds I mean, Gizmo, back. puts him in yeah, his he back finds backpack, Gizmo. and he's off. <laughs> yep, and we're back to and Dad then... on the phone.
1: Which he's trying to reach his family, and nothing he can't reach them. Nope doesn't he doesn't Billy chase Stripe to like the local YMCA or something like that?
0: Yes, which I've I've not been to one, but I do know YMCA generally has a pool.
1: No, really.
0: <laughs> so when you see YMCA, it's kind of a uh oh, lots of water.
1: I was more like the gig. Wow, he broke into that shit.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But I just I mean, like he's how he's got Strikes to track him just... down. What else is he going to do?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, no, like Strike Gizmo Jr. Because he's just jumping through windows, glass windows everywhere.
0: Well, yeah, it's either jump through them or eat them. I mean, they'll eat the glass. They don't care.
1: True. I just find it funny because it's just like glass means nothing to me.
0: No, not at all. It's just but, something you know, to crunch when they're
1: feeling a little peckish. Yeah. I had not realized that Billy bought the sword with him. Holy shit. Mm-hmm.
0: He had to defend himself. So he he takes the sword with him up until the YMCA when he's attacked by Stripe. And Stripe just kind of bounds into the pool.
1: <laughs> Which you get was like, oh shit.
0: Oh yeah. And Billy's kind of, oh shit.
1: I would have been like, mm, well. time to leave time to change my name and leave town
0: and that's kind of what they do
1: well billy does the i guess the correct thing and go to the police because why not
0: well yeah he should have done something like that earlier but yeah at least he's trying to get help and he goes to the cops which um congratulations for actually going to the cops it's not something that is often done in movies
1: um nope but it was kind of useless in the end because they're just like, oh, really? Thousands of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, because when when it is done in movies, it's either done to where the cops are useless, the cops are in on it, or the cops get killed right away.
1: Yep, there's only a couple solutions for that.
0: Yep, the cops can't be helpful.
1: Oh, no, not at all. No.
0: Then people would be like, no, nope, that's, I could believe the little green creatures. I could believe the whole water thing. I could believe all that. But as soon as the cops were helpful, that's when you lost me.
1: That's so weird. It's like it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Reality does <laughs> not stretch that far. I, I just can't believe that. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Would pigs fly?
0: Oh, no, I'd believe that first.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the cops aren't any help. They don't believe him. Billy's like, well, not. shit. Okay, well, guess we're screwed, Gizmo. It's time to go and try and do something somewhere else.
1: Then we cut to the army of...
0: The army of stop motion <laughs> gremlins coming down the street.
1: The army of Gizmos.
0: <laughs> well, no, these aren't Gizmos. They're no longer Gizmos. Oh, I know. They're now Gremlins. They're well, little green reptilian looking creatures.
1: Gizmo Jr. in the gang. <laughs>
0: But they're not Gizmo anymore. They've now changed into something else. That's Gizmo true. Jr. was when he was still kind of cute and fuzzy ish, or cutish and fuzzy. Maybe I should put it that way. <laughs> I
1: mean, he really wasn't even cute and fuzzy.
0: Well, when he looked more like Gizmo. Now yeah. none of them look like Gizmo. So they're just little green reptilian things that are destroying the town.
1: Gizmo's distant cousins.
0: Yeah. <laughs> His bastard children.
1: gizmo gizmo junior gizmo the third gizmo the fourth gizmo the fifth
0: well it's his bastard child and his bastard grandchildren Mm. that like one one day just out of nowhere the kid just went out and got hooked on meth and started ruining his life and then found some crack whore out in the at a truck stop had a bunch of kids (laughs) then she died doing some trick one night and left him with all the kids and now the kids coming back for like dad i need some help and gizmo and billy are like oh fuck we need to get this bastard out of here get rid of the kids we can't have this on our lives
1: you know sometimes you can't have the toxicity in your life so
0: no I mean, family can be just as toxic as anyone else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in this instance, the bastard kid and grandkids are extremely toxic.
1: Yes man this movie jumps a lot because then we're back oh then yeah we're there's the a f- lot Fetter- of
0: quick scenes
1: yeah because then we're to the Futterman's
0: yep he's trying to watch tv with some santa like christmas show she's doing up the decorations and relaxing and all of a sudden the tv goes wonky
1: yeah it does i thought that it looked kind of like santa claus that he was watching but i don't think that's what it was because yeah, it was came like after. a
0: santa it was a christmas show It was like santa on the roof and then mm-hmm. santa slides and when santa slides like sliding down the roof the tv goes crazy and he says something to her about messing with the tv and she's like well you've got the thing and he reaches down between his legs for for the thing and picks up the remote the remote <laughs> yeah well i think that's what doesn't she call it the thing and he yeah, looks I think down she calls it, and, it the thing yeah, so you know
1: how most most moms and wives they're just like go get the thing and you're like hm. Um, the thing. Yeah. What thing?
0: You know what thing?
1: The thing over there.
0: Okay. What thing over where?
1: The thing over there in the drawer.
0: Which drawer? You know the one. You know One. what I mean. Yeah. Sure. Sure do. I'm sure we've all had that conversation with somebody at some point.
1: Oh, yeah. In the end.
0: Futterman goes out and looks and there's something weird with the antenna and then he hears a noise and it's the gremlins driving his tractor through his house.
1: And throw the Futtermans apparently, well, to me, but you kind of spoiled it for me for gremlins too. <laughs> I mean, given, I feel like when you're this, when the movie's this old, it's like, if you get spoiled, it's like, you you've didn't watch time. the movie, so you've had I, time. Yeah.
0: I mean, granted, there are people that are young enough to where they wouldn't have seen this movie and might not have heard about it. But at the same time, it's an old enough movie.
1: So, yeah. So when you told me the Futtermans didn't die, I was like, oh, huh. Oh, it and made, then you, were like, it, it you really
0: have... made it look like it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I was like, oh, they died. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> they died by a Tractor, the one that he was so
0: proud of. Yep, but he got to see that there was actually gremlins in his tractor, in the cab, driving it towards him.
1: So he got proven that he was right.
0: Yep, and then we get the priest coming out of the church, and he's going to mail some stuff. He drops it in the mailbox, and it spits it back at him. And then another guy walks up, and he's going to mail a package, and he goes to put it in, and the mailbox eats his hand yep and then a lot of random cuts of various little green goblins all over town destroying shit mm-hmm.
1: and then we cut to he shows gizmo which i would be like if i was that place i'd be like that's what you that's what's gonna attack us oh it's adorable mm-hmm. but then they
0: actually get a call about monsters attacking the town yep and i guess we might have to listen now
1: well i mean yeah it's They're kind of backed up into a corner.
0: But the Futtermans are the ones that called and said something about the plow.
1: Is that what it was?
0: That's what the cop said. It was the Futtermans, uh, something about the snow plow. And yeah, so the Futtermans clearly lived through it because they called in.
1: Oh, that makes
0: sense. But anyway.
1: And now we're cutting to, oh, what's her fucking name?
0: Mrs. Deagle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we cut to Mrs. Deagle in her house.
0: And all her cats.
1: Are named after money.
0: Yep. There's Dollar Bill, kopeck. I think there was a Ruble. I think um, I saw maybe. in the captions. I think that was one of them. But yeah, a bunch of cats all named after money.
1: Yes, and then we hear the sweet, sweet singing of Christmas carolers. And she's yep. like, gosh, she's Can't just like, I hate them Christmas snickers. carolers. Oh, my goodness. It's kind of insane like to throw water onto Christmas carolers.
0: Every time I see this, I, all I can think is, I dare you. Go ahead, oh, throw I would just that pitcher like, of water on all them, see what happens. If you weren't going to get fucked up before, you definitely would after that.
1: I wouldn't care that she was an old lady with a heart problem. I'd be like, wow, you bitch.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just talking about throwing that pitcher on the gremlins. It's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. And instead. Give it. We
1: get, she freaks out. Yeah. And is thoroughly freaked out enough to where she's like, I have a heart problem, and tries to go back to her, her seat that moves up and down the stairs yeah, electronically. Yeah, she's got
0: a, like a stair lift that goes around the her curved staircase.
1: But then something goes wrong.
0: Yep, because we saw before one of the gremlins messing with the wires.
1: Which sends her launching out the... W- Window of our top story house.
0: Funniest scene in the movie. It's hilarious. Oh, no, that was super
1: funny. I was just like, damn, this is great.
0: Yep. And the cops see the whole thing?
1: Yep. The cops see the whole thing. Don't even get out to go help her. Just go like, was that Mrs.
0: Deagle? Deagle? Yep. And then some guy in a Santa suit comes out and he's got a bunch of gremlins all around him and he's trying to get help. And they just sit there and watch and slowly roll up the window and drive away.
1: Yep. Because they're just like, yeah, we we shouldn't.
0: Yep. Didn't I just have love the that. sirens on or anything when they were going there. But when they had to get away, then it was sirens.
1: Yeah, I, I like how the kid is more competent than the police officers because he's like defending them off. With, oh, like... no, this is
0: Corey Feldman. That is that's the thing you have to know. This is Corey Feldman in the 80s. This is kid Corey Feldman. He's always competent in horror movies. You put him in any of these kind of movies. He's always the smart one. Like even Goonies, he, he wasn't the dumb one. Corey so Feldman funny. in the 80s was the kid that no creatures wanted to go against
1: well i mean he does defend his home from them yep. pretty easily
0: a lot easier than when he defended his home from jason because oh, this yeah, only took was... a pair of scissors
1: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean
0: you forgot he was in friday the 13th didn't you
1: i really did <laughs> who did he play as
0: tommy Corey fieldman has the honor of being the one that actually kills jason Really? Yeah.
1: We go back to the police officers, the incompetent ones,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> who are speeding through because they're like, oh my God, what is I do think we happening? should say,
0: though, you know, to back up a little, I think we should say that Corey Feldman, when not only how you were saying he's the most competent, he was like using slingshots to get them off the roof. They're hanging by the wires. He's using scissors to cut the wires so they can't come after him. He's actually doing something he's being he's doing some proactive self-defensing true he's not as good at proactive self-defensing as the mom but he's trying
1: my thing is always about this scene it's like you're police officers you have you know guns weapons yeah but apparently that doesn't matter so
0: no because those things are scary looking
1: yep those i would well one, as one officer put it he's like i would very much like to go back to the station now
0: Oh, yeah. I don't blame them.
1: Oh, I don't blame it. But I'd also be like, well, I have a gun and I have a civil duty. So.
0: Yeah, but that would mean they would be helpful cops. And that's when everybody would be. No, nope, that's it for me. We, we covered this part. Remember.
1: True. I mean, it doesn't matter. They end up getting a car accident in the end.
0: Yep. And they, they flip over and go through a store, right? No. Nope. Or was the that truck a different car through that through goes store. through a
1: store? The truck goes through okay. the store. So we don't know what happened to them. They could have died. They could have lived. Who knows?
0: Who knows? I'm going to say they're dead.
1: mm, Yeah, makes sense. So then we cut back to Billy.
0: Yep. He's come running out of the house. He's got his backpack with gizmo in it. He jumps in his car that has not started once the entire movie.
1: But then it starts.
0: First try. It's some miracle.
1: It's a Christmas miracle.
0: Yep. You got to have one of those in a Christmas movie. And Mm -hmm. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Let's not forget that.
1: Technicalities. (laughs) But I mean, technically it started so that's a miracle. It's not the defeating all the gremlins, it's the car starting. Yeah. The buggy starting. But but
0: we go back to the we bar. Cut
1: again. Yes. We jump again to the bar.
0: Yep. Which I believe is a hockey game on TV. Yep. So yay for that. But I don't know who is playing.
1: Oh, I have no clue.
0: I don't know. It was, too, it was a small TV, and they didn't stay on it long enough. But nope. we're not here but, for the hockey game. We're here for the Gremlins.
1: We're here for the Gremlins destroying the par and Kate serving them for some reason.
0: She is doing her best, and they are giving her a really hard time. They're not the greatest customers.
1: Well, no, but I'm also sitting here like, girl, just leave. Maybe she's defending the bar, but at what point do you just go, it's not worth it? I'm not getting paid for this, so.
0: Well, I... I can't help but think that maybe she had tried and they were blocking the way just because they're kind of scary looking. So anytime they kind of they reach out or do anything that gets near her, she jumps away
1: i'm still kind of just like shocked I'm kind that of there's shocked. a flasher no i'm kind of shocked that they just keep her in there because they could serve themselves and everything so I was like well yeah what's the point but then
0: they can have fun with somebody
1: that's true i guess
0: i think it's more just a to toy with her because that's what they're doing with anything else they just toy with things and people
1: true well after some entirely chaotic scenes of the bar that I can't even describe because there's so much happening.
0: It's really cool and it's a lot of very, um, not intricate movements, but it's a lot of very complex movements for a lot of different puppets at once.
1: Yeah, there's just so much happening that I was just like, wow, what the hell? Kate finds out how to get out
0: by actually being a good bartender and trying to light the cigarette of the customer and realizes they don't like the fire. Hey, what if I make some other bright lights and grabs a polaroid
1: and keeps shooting photos until she gets all the way to the door
0: yeah and the problem with those is the flash you only have so many because each time you'd pop one of those bulbs and by the time she gets to the door she's gone through all her little flash bulbs on her polaroid camera
1: is that what it is? It's flash bulbs.
0: Yep. Those strips, there's a bunch of bulbs that goes across, and each time, one of those bulbs will flash. Oh, I, I didn't
1: know that. And I think there's that. like
0: five of them on one of those strips.
1: Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. Well, I mean, she runs out of them, but she ends up getting saved by Billy.
0: Luckily, with his because little buggy. there was a masked robber with a gun gremlin that had his gun pointed right at her.
1: Yep. But- The all-knowing buggy, the all-great buggy saves them and then proceeds to fail.
0: Well, it was the Christmas miracle that got it there, but miracles only last so long.
1: You would have thought it would have ran because the best thing for a car is to actually run.
0: Or I would have not turned it off.
1: No, I would have kept it on.
0: Yeah, but instead... They have to get out and go on foot.
1: <laughs> they have to get out and run it because he's like, we're going to run it. I, I So she looks at him like, really?
0: I thought you were here to save me. And now you're just taking me back out with them. And you like, want me to just, carry this one in a bag?
1: I could have just ran away, like continue to run away.
0: Yeah. But now I'm lumbered with your ass.
1: And now they go into a band billing.
0: I think it's the bank. <laughs> it's the bank. Yes. They have trashed the bank. The gremlins have been there. They have trashed the bank.
1: I just find it so funny that they trashed the bank because I didn't know it was the bank. Yep, but that is if, the bank. It's so it's so weird that it's the bank because it's like, what use do you have for the bank, gremlins? You don't need money. You no, <laughs> just it's just
0: destruction shit. for the point of destruction.
1: <sighs> yeah, true.
0: Which is ba- as bad as destruction for the sake of destruction sounds. Things are about to sound much worse because Kate is going to dark Kate again.
1: Oh, yeah, so it's kind of insane because it was just like, okay, what makes her hate Christmas? Did her dad leave on Christmas Day? And da da da, da. well, and I was kind of right.
0: Yeah. You can't say you were wrong.
1: No, but it's also just like that's such a random story to put in a gremlins in this movie. To,
0: to put in a kids' movie?
1: It's a kids' movie?
0: Yeah. Gremlins was a kids oh, movie.
1: Like a kids' horror film?
0: Yeah. It was like a fun family kids' horror film.
1: I'm just kind of shocked because it's like the most random, like, because you know how everything's been like chaotic and kind of funny and da da da. And then Kate is just like this.
0: Well, she had that one scene where she went dark before and then they had to figure out, well, if that's if that's her going dark, it's got to be darker that made her get that way to begin with. So what is that?
1: I just feel as if, you know, the weird things where it's like the actress wanted to do it, but not the director. <laughs> it almost feels like that.
0: I don't know, because I think. I think there's a lot that's been said about that, if I remember right, and both of them had very interesting opinions on it, but I don't remember what their opinions were.
1: But I think they both
0: liked it.
1: Oh, it's so weird.
0: But it's just, it is a weird, dark turn to take.
1: Yeah, well, because the whole, it kind of, it's... It's not even that it brings the whole movie down. It's just, it turns, it it doesn't bring the movie down. It's just, it's just so out of place.
0: Well, is it really out of place? Yes. Or is it just this girl cannot have a good Christmas?
1: Maybe that too. I don't know. I just, every time I see it, I'm just like.
0: It's kind of like Die Hard and then next Christmas, Die Hard too. It's like, how is this happening again?
1: True. I'm just, I have a hard time fathoming like, be like yeah this is this is the term we want to take because this movie is has been nothing but wild like almost the entire time yeah and then you you take the like dark serious in the dark telling a story in like barely any light kind of turn
0: i think though that that story it really changes the mood and it goes from like it's still kind of a fun kind of weird thing going on to okay now we need to get a little just dark and creepy because from there they go out into the streets where everything is just a abandoned
1: true and it looks a little bit
0: depressing yeah and it's it's kind of that creepy abandoned town after an invasion feel Mm -hmm. and they figure well maybe they're in the movie theater yeah and they're right
1: oh yeah they're right
0: yeah and when this scene came on you did laugh
1: i was laughing because because i'm weird and i was like oh is that they're all in there and then i was also like when the movie started playing i was like how much money did they have to pay to be able to screen that
0: yeah because snow white i'm sure would not be cheap even in 84
1: yeah so i was just like when i saw snow white i was like damn they paid that much money to show this movie on this in this movie i mean the budget for the movie was 11 million so
0: i mean probably half of that was Snow White.
1: Probably half of that, you know, it's like it's like seventy percent of that was snow white and then the rest went to the gremlins for the rest of the movie. Yeah.
0: Maybe about forty five percent was Snow White, forty-five percent was for the gremlins and the rest is for the actors.
1: They're like, Well, you got paid, didn't you? Yeah. I just find it funny that this movie showed here because I was just like, This would cost so much money nowadays.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't cheap then, but luckily the gremlins enjoyed it. It kept them occupied.
1: I mean, yeah, luckily the Gremlins enjoyed it. Which it I'm was just interesting
0: like, to see them that was kind of
1: go high-ho. Yeah. Hi-ho.
0: Yeah, have them kind of participate.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it gives our heroes a chance to get under the stage, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, they, they get behind the screen and then go underneath the the stage to turn on the gas. Yeah. Because their plan is to make the theater go kaboom.
1: Kaboom, they do. Unfortunately, Stripes is like, ooh, candy next door.
0: Yeah, because he had left the movie to get a snack and they had already eaten all the snacks there. So he had to go next door or across the street to the candy store. Yes. Yep.
1: We do get a cool scene of the... Our heroes like running out of the movie theater. The gremlins notice and chase after them.
0: Oh, when they the, with the silhouettes through the screens yeah. and have the gremlins, the animation of the gremlins going up on the screen before they rip through it. Yeah, that is pretty mm-hmm. cool.
1: Yeah, and the <laughs> the cloth burning super
0: slowly. <laughs> yeah, that was a very slow wick they put for that building to go boom. But it looks like they had quite a ways to go to get out. And they do run the whole time, so it's probably a good thing they had a slow-burning wick.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got out, so...
0: Yeah, and they didn't really get slowed down too much. It didn't really add a whole lot of time for them to struggle to, to... like make sure the gremlins couldn't get out the door yeah but they managed to get out and they get across the street in time for the building to go boom
1: (laughs) in the biggest explosion i've seen
0: i'm wondering how gizmo didn't do more than just kind of put his hand in front of his face oh i didn't didn't know that it blew up like two times
1: yeah (laughs) i like how stripe is in the candy store he's like oh my god the rest of my family yeah
0: but luckily gizmo spots stripe in the department store, in all the candy, and points him out to. Well, I guess he doesn't really point him out because Kate spots him too, and she points him out. Mm-hmm. So now it's battling cuteness. It's Gizmo and Kate. Which yes. one does Billy I mean, listen to first?
1: I. I know don't who know I who who he... would
0: listen to first. Gizmo. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, they do go enter the department store, which I was just like, huh.
0: Well, you got to go after him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he could repopulate and because he's a little
0: bastard. Well, that and you don't know what else is in there. He could find some kind of weapons. He could do all kinds of damage.
1: Yeah. I mean, in the end, he does do a lot of damage to Billy.
0: Yeah, but it was worth it because Billy finally got to kiss Kate.
1: Oh, yeah. He finally got to kiss Kate. And
0: that would have made the movie worth it right then. So, oh, okay, I'm done. We can just. I can die a happy,
1: I can die a happy man.
0: Yep. I'll just sit down and and let Stripe come after me.
1: I'll just sacrifice myself for the greater good.
0: Life goals completed. Bucket list finished.
1: I don't. I don't need anything else. No. I'm. I feel complete.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what's gonna happen to Gizmo, <laughs> but hopefully Kate'll take care of him.
1: I bequeath Gizmo to her.
0: Well, I guess now I've got to write a will. <laughs> but anyway.
1: <laughs> but anyway, I mean he does go after stripes very bravely and somehow stripes gets in front of a camera to project on the TVs when he's in the electronics.
0: Well, that's, there's also the sign that says, see yourself on TV and a video camera. So you'd get Bond on them.
1: I didn't see that.
0: Yeah. You'd get in front of the camera and it would show up on all the TVs in the electronics department.
1: I mean, yeah, that would make sense. Why didn't I see that? That was sign?
0: a pretty standard thing, believe it or not for quite a while.
1: Oh, I, I, you know what? Yeah. I can't even say that I saw that cause I, I didn't, I, by the time, like when I we used to go to electronics stores or like to the mall where it has a big electronics section, it was just like, let's show you a pretty, pretty picture. Yeah. Let's show the magnificence of our um, HD, whatever.
0: Yep. And we just wanted a picture. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you could see yourself. And if it looked like you, then it was lifelike enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if you can see yourself, we did our
0: job. Yep. That's all it takes.
1: well meanwhile kate and gizmo are trying to find lights to the department store
0: and billy is trying to find stripe and stripe has found billy
1: and a water fountain
0: well stripe hasn't found the fountain yet but kate has turned it on yes yes so now we have billy versus stripe
1: and stripe is finding all sorts of goddamn weapons
0: yeah because for some reason the spell Sporting de- The sporting good department and the hardware department are next to each other to where like the saw blades are right across from the baseball bats. Yes. So when Billy's picking up a baseball bat, Stripe is throwing saw blades at him.
1: Mm-hmm. And we do see also that Gizmo has left because he needs to go help his friend.
0: Yeah. Because which I kinda of I'd be willing to bet Gizmo has said okie dokie.
1: Willing to bet he
0: has said okidoki. I would say Gizmo is one that would not break the okie dokie promise.
1: No, I don't think he would. No.
0: Billy. I know, might.
1: Um, Billy has. <laughs> Billy has <laughs> Billy has broken an okie dokie promise.
0: But no, Gizmo is going to help. Stripe is beating the living crap out of Billy.
1: I can't believe how badly Stripe beats Billy.
0: Well, Billy kind of got himself into a corner and then Stripe started hitting him with projectiles to knock him off balance. And then once he was on the ground trying to get up with all those tennis ball canisters and everything, and he just kept getting hit while he was down. I don't think that helped.
1: Yeah, and then to the point where he gets an arrow and, like, a shoulder? I think so. It's kind of insane how much damage Dripes does.
0: Yeah, but luckily when he comes at him with the chainsaw thing, Billy still has his bat.
1: Yeah, and you were saying how, hmm, it it went through that bat
0: really slowly. It does seem to take a long time for a chainsaw to go through a bat. I would think it would go quicker.
1: And then I was just like, well, it depends on what wood it's made out of.
0: Yeah, and it um, depends on the chainsaw.
1: Yeah, it depends on the chainsaw. Well, because I was just like, random thought. I was just like, well, bats are have to be made out of really good wood because they're hitting a um, baseball that's going at like...
0: 100 miles an hour. Eighty,
1: Yeah, like 80 up. Yeah. And I've seen bats break. Yeah. <laughs> From there, I think we're at...
0: Kate manages to turn all the lights on. Stripe yeah. is now freaking out because it's bright. And the chainsaw is dragging him across the store.
1: Can a chainsaw really do that?
0: Well, if it was running and on that kind of floor with something that light, I don't see why it wouldn't pull itself. If I he kept it wondering. running like that, like holding holding it so it would continue to spin. Hold the trigger button. Yeah, it, I don't see why not.
1: I'm just curious, because I always see that in like movies and cartoons, and I'm just like
0: Is it just a movie really thing, it? or is it possible? I yeah. I I'm, I didn't see it on Mythbusters, and it's not one I want to try and bust.
1: Man, now, I need, now I'm so curious, but I'm not going to try it myself either. <laughs> Well, this movie then cuts, uh, cuts again. It cuts to Randall getting back into town, and he's yep. like, "Where the hell is everyone?" And Barney Barney's like, jumps out. "I know, I know where my person is."
0: Yep, he jumps out of the car and jumps through the busted window and finds Gizmo driving around the store, and gizmo says hi to the wolf wolf
1: yep and i mean i totally forgot the part where it's just like when kate turns on the lights um by the end of the chainsaw running scene stripes finds some water
0: yes yeah, stripe has now seen the fountain and yes. oddly enough just decides to stand there and wait instead of getting in the water but like still where he is. he is standing he's still getting wet
1: Well, he is a true villain. He has to gloat his victory to Billy
0: before he... Well, but still, then he climbs up on top and his face is still getting wet. He is still getting wet, but nothing happens until he sticks his finger into the water.
1: Well, he actively wants to have to... I don't know.
0: I don't know, (laughs) Grim. It was convenient for the plot.
1: It was convenient for the plot. Just as it is with Gizmo driving the Barbie car...
0: Up a snow shovel?
1: Yep. And into the believe green room
0: yeah it's the garden center of the department yeah the garden
1: oh we also forgot to mention stripe has a gun
0: yeah forgot about that and he's he's shot at billy a couple times he's shot at gizmo and this time he misses gizmo and gizmo pulls the little rope that opens the shutters that lets the sunlight in onto stripe
1: and Stripe is dissolving as we speak.
0: And then dissolved into nothingness.
1: So sad.
0: They all but go But not home. really.
1: Gizmo's getting the VIP treatment because apparently he got sick.
0: <laughs> yep. He's being cuddled by Kate and she's giving him a thermometer, telling him not to chew on it. And, and... mom is saying maybe he would like some chicken soup.
1: Mm-hmm. Or that he, I'm going to make him some chicken soup. Well, he I deserves, think she's some like, chicken like... Soup.
0: I... I think she says, like, I bet he would like some chicken soup.
1: Yes. I think but then like...
0: I'm thinking also there's a lot of water in that. So what I don't is get considered?
1: it. I don't get it either.
0: But luckily you... the old man shows up and he wants his mogwai back. So it doesn't yeah. matter if they give him chicken soup or not.
1: Oh, yeah. Because Mr. Wing gives them the classic, you are not ready for this responsibility. No, yeah. And you shouldn't have taken him in the first place. Yes. Because what happened here is your guys' fault.
0: Because with Mogwai comes great responsibility.
1: Yes, with Mogwai comes great responsibility.
0: Yes, but he goes to take him back. On his way out, the Mogwai whispers something to him in whatever Mogwai language is called, which I think the subtitles just say, speaking Mogwai. Yes. And says that Gizmo wants to say something to him, so Billy goes over and Gizmo says, bye-bye, Billy.
1: Which is the cutest thing ever.
0: Yeah, it is. A, is I was a kind really kind of kinda a cute sad.
1: I really was kind of sad for Bill for Gizmo and Billy because I'm like, yeah. they really connected.
0: Yeah, they had a really cool relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I don't want Gizmo to leave Billy. Well, but with great. With the Mogwai comes great responsibility, and yeah. they're not ready for that
0: yet. No. But what what's even worse <laughs> is not only does the old man have to deal with knowing all the stuff that happened because his grandson let the Mogwai out, but now he has to take one of those smokeless smokeless ashtrays with him.
1: <laughs> another one, because he already has another Oh, no. He, the, no, the, the guy at the, the, the gas guy.
0: station tried to sell it to him.
1: <laughs> it didn't work.
0: No. But this one was given to him as a gift.
1: He's like, hmm, yes. Smokeless ashtray. That does not work.
0: Yep. And then we see Billy on the, the porch with Kate and mom and dad and Barney as they watch as the old man walks down the street of a matte painting and we get some closing narration and then the credits.
1: Yep. That was Gremlins.
0: So what did you think of the movie? Is it is it the same as you remember?
1: Yeah, it's the same as I remember, which I didn't remember much from Gremlins because I watched it when I was younger, but it's still a really good movie. I mean, it's fun. It's crazy, except for the weird emo parts where it's like Christmas is suffering. But other than that, I really liked it. What about you?
0: I like it. This isn't necessarily one that I would say it's like I watch this every Christmas because mm-hmm. I haven't watched it in many years. It's not one that like if somebody said, oh, well, let's watch this. I would say no. You'd be to.
1: like, oh, you'd be like, "Ugh." No, please don't.
0: No, I mean, if somebody was like, oh, let's watch Gremlins, it's like, oh, okay. I might ask if there's any other choices, <laughs> but if we're talking Christmas movies, a lot of times you're going to get like Gremlins, Die Hard, Christmas Story, and of those three, I would go with Gremlins and Die Hard, and I would stand out in the snow while they watched A Christmas Story. Wow. I, yeah, I really don't like that movie.
1: I mean, I don't really like it either, but kinda of say that you're just like, Yeah, no. I would rather stand out in the cold mm-hmm.
0: than watch that movie. Yeah. I mean I would like bundle up before I went outside, but yeah, I would stand outside while they watched the movie. Yeah. So yeah, I I I like it. I think it's different watching it now, though, mm-hmm. because as a kid, those dark scenes, it's like I knew they were there, but I don't really remember them being like that.
1: They're just out of place.
0: But I think it's kind of one of those where it's something for the adults.
1: Even for an adult, it's just so out of place to me.
0: At the same time, though, I mean, other than her story, the sentiment that she had, is very real
1: oh yeah it is very
0: real. and it's something that you don't get in a christmas movie so no, it was kind of like in a way refreshing to see that at least acknowledged
1: true but i'm still kind of just like eh, it, i think the movie would have been fine without it too
0: yeah i think it's just a kind a nice of, little tidbit yeah just a weird quirky thing that makes her different
1: happened. yeah yes Well, what was a standout moment for you?
0: Mrs. Diggle flying through the air.
1: Mrs. Deagle flying through the air.
0: Yeah, hands down. For me
1: too. Yeah. That was so great. It, it was better than seeing a villain get their just rewards. It's like, Kind of like if you had to die in the worst funny way possible, that is the worst funny way possible.
0: Usually the whole just desserts thing is um, it's satisfying, but it's like, okay, yeah, I'm happy with that. This was, I'm happy with that. And then some, it's like, I'm more than happy. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I'll dance all the way home. I'll leave my car here and I'll dance the rest of the way home in the snow. I think what it makes was that seem, it was that gratifying.
1: I think that what makes the scene even more perfect is that the police officers did nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. But even then it's like That part of it doesn't really matter to me. It's just her from when she comes down the stairs on the on the stairlift and all the cats and her calling out all the cats names and going trying to feed them. And then seeing the gremlins outside and freaking out and doing the whole oh my heart thing as she goes to get back on her chair to have it just rocket her up the stairs and out the window. Yes. That alone. You don't need the cops. Just have her flying out. And then she hits and she's just laying there with her legs in the air over the chair. That's good enough. They could have gone back to Billy and whatever he was doing at the time. I would have been fine with that.
1: Well, I don't have much commentary to add to that because that was my favorite part too.
0: <laughs>
1: I will say I do like the police being there and being like, it's Mrs. Deagle and not getting out of the car or anything. They're just like, oh, you yeah. just make a shocked face.
0: Well, and at first it's like. Is it because it's Miss Deagle and it's Miss Deagle? But then the guy that's dressed as Santa comes out and he's covered in the gremlins and they're seeing it. And then they're like, let's um, let's go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Let's completely ignore the things that we're technically supposed to be taking care of. And we'll go somewhere else.
1: I mean, it's still kind of, it just adds to the scene for me, but also whatever, all the other things he said, is like, yeah, no, it's just so satisfying. Yeah. But, um, well.
0: What, what was your favorite gremlin?
1: Uh, Gizmo the third. I'll let you guess which one is Gizmo the third.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing that means it's not Stripe because that would have been no. Gizmo Junior.
1: Yeah. Hey, at least I didn't say Gizmo the 25th.
0: We'll see. I was thinking like in the bar, there was some very unique ones. There was the one that was like with the lipstick and the hat and, and all that. There was the jazzer size one. There was the jazz guy. There was the one with the puppets. There there was some very unique gremlins. So I just thought maybe there was one of those that you liked.
1: They were all great, but I stand my ground. Gizmo the third or Gizmo. Gizmo
0: was wonderful. I'm not counting Gizmo as a gremlin though. Because he's a Mogwai.
1: Okay. Okay. He's a Mogwai. The bastard child.
0: Yeah. Those are the bastard children.
1: So I hold straight and true. Gizmo the third. (laughs) Okay. What was yours?
0: I kind of like the jazz guy.
1: That was funny. I was hoping you would say another Gizmo the whatever, but whatever.
0: No, because since I was hoping for a more specific one, I couldn't go with that same kind of thing because I kind of. Oh, that hints that I have a specific one in mind. <laughs> Backed myself into a corner there. Yep. So, recommendation list?
1: Yeah. And stamp of approval. Easy. This, is, this has been a good movie for a very long time.
0: There's a reason why it is still as popular as it is.
1: Yep. And it was an inspiration for the awful, awful things called
0: Furbies. Yes, that too.
1: So, is it on your recommendation <laughs> list and your.
0: Yeah. Um, I would definitely give it a stamp of approval. I would recommend it. It seems weird to say I would recommend this movie after I've said I don't really watch it very often and I probably wouldn't watch it often. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't tell other people to watch it. It's still a good movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason I bought it.
1: (laughs) There's a reason that you bought it.
0: Yeah. It's still a good movie.
1: Yeah. It is a really good movie. It's old and it has really good physical effects. and.
0: Yeah, the practical effects in this are really good you didn't have the option of cg to make things look like other things like you do now
1: i'd be interested into seeing what a like a more modern gremlins would look like cgi wise
0: well they do have gizmo walking in gremlins too oh do they yes they do interesting see another reason why we might one day have to watch it maybe maybe just so you can see gizmo walking just so i can see Gizmo walking <laughs> and then we get to that scene like okay I've seen it i'm done
1: i've seen it i don't need to i don't need to do anything else i'm good i'm done yep um so how do we say goodbye
0: <laughs> um well we start with the uh, like subscribe follow heart star all the different things all the lucky charms on whatever all podcast the yep. <laughs> all the lucky charms yep all the lucky charms on whatever podcast Thing you're listening to us on
1: also go see our patreon
0: yep which soon we will have some exclusive things right now we just have extended versions of all our episodes
1: yes um which includes keep
0: further soon. store the further adventures of bird B, and there's some random things about me being immortal and vindictive and a woman i just
1: want to see fan art of that
0: me as a vindictive, a vindictive mortal immortal woman Yes. Or the bird bee thing.
1: No, the vindictive immortal woman. (laughs) She shall be called Grimeth.
0: (laughs) I was thinking more like Grimelda. Grimelda's great. (laughs) But you were about to say something about we keep saying soon.
1: We do keep saying soon. We haven't put anything on yet.
0: Well, no, because I'm thinking first of the year. Ah, okay. Yeah.
1: But anyways, we'll have some fun there soon. Maybe we'll see...
0: Expect January to have some exclusives. Not quite sure when in January, but we're going to have some stuff. Do all the things and leave the comment, which is what?
1: What's your favorite, Griblin? Okay. Is it Gizmo the second?
0: (laughs) Which that one would be Gizmo Junior, so that one would be Stripe.
1: Oh, shit. I mean, Gizmo the third.
0: (laughs) Damn. I thought I had you on that one so yeah what's what's your favorite gremlin sounds like a good question
1: yep what's your favorite gremlin okay from the bar scene (laughs) okay
0: yeah we'll keep it now down to that favorite gremlin from the bar scene
1: we're curious
0: yep so but on that note that's it for me
1: and that's it for me
0: okay well in that case goodbye
1: bye-bye night night